Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello once again. Coming to you live from Boston, Massachusetts. This is Bit Friends Blog Talk Radio. And we want to say a special welcome and happy Saturday to all of you, wherever you are in the world, whatever your time zone may be. We want to welcome you. As you have heard or may have heard, or if you don't know, this is June and it's Vitiligo Awareness Month globally. Folks, today and all towards the end of the month, we will be celebrating. Look for us wearing our purple lipstick, our purple hair, our shirts, our uh, group's names. We're doing everything. We're celebrating. And one way we decided to celebrate was to find members of our community locally, globally, to have a conversation with about their journey through Vitiligo. My name is Valerie Molyneux. I'm president and CEO of VitFriends, and I welcome you. Um, I don't know where you are, but it's 96 degrees. I tell you, 9 and a 6. 96 degrees in Boston. As Denise would say out of Indiana, we're going to make it do what it do. We're going to have a good day regardless. So today, I am so excited. I call her my daughter. I call her my sister. But she's a Vitiligo family member of our community. And today, live from St. Martin, I am happy to have as my special guest, Jarlene. Hello, Jarlene. Hi, Val. How are you today? Good. Hello and welcome. So I, I mentioned that you're from St. Martin. I want you to tell the folks a little. Um, I learned, I was Googling, St. Martin is not oh. under the British rule. Tell us about St. Martin in the Caribbean. No. So let me explain. So welcome once again from the beautiful island. I'm calling from the beautiful island of St. Martin, St. Martin. It's 37 square miles of beach sun, um, sun and, and sun. And um, yes. our island is, is the smallest island in the Caribbean, which is shared by two mother countries, one being France and the other being the Netherlands, which is Holland. So on our island, though, we speak mostly English, but there is a vast majority of international nationalities here, living and inhabitants. So we are a melting pot we say in St. Martin. Awesome. So first of all I would like to I would like to say happy Vitiligo month in the language of Spanish. Feliz mes de concesión sobre el Vitiligo. And secondly I would like to say it in French, joyeux mois de sensibilisation au Vitiligo, which simply means happy Vitiligo month. We are celebrating awesome. 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 Thank you. And we'll hopefully do that greeting again at the end. So I wanted to to, to get to know a little about Geraldine. Geraldine, how long have you had vitiligo? And tell us if it's a condition that's widespread on the island. Do you see a lot of people with it? All right. Well, I I, um, was officially diagnosed with vitiligo in um, 1989. I would say, and I was only five years at the time. At that time, living on such a small island, there was not much information and there was not much 
persons on the island at that time living with Vitiligo. Since then, mm. I've gone from um, I'm now completely universal. If people mm-hmm. follow me, they know exactly about my journey. It, it changes at times, so I can't even say if it's, it's dormant now or if it's not dormant, if it's active. But um, in that time, I've realized that even in my community, there's there's others right now, Mm -hmm. much, much more than when I first began. Okay. Listen, you said this Mm -hmm. started when you were five, five years old. Now, tell me about Mm -hmm. your early schooling and going to school with this condition. Did you experience bullying and people bothering you because of your condition? Tell us. Yeah, it was it was a it was a journey and um again a small community and um not much information at that time. There was no internet, there was no Google, there was you know, even yeah. the doctors when they when I first got it they thought it was um a skin condition that we call Lataz. So my parents was given a cream and within a couple of months of using that cream my skin got really, really, really dark and the spots that were, mm. were white, depigmented. And then it started to depigment really, really rapidly. So my family, wow. um, not getting the not getting the right, you know, diagnosis, they further mm-hmm. went on to Guadeloupe. And it's at the age of seven is when a doctor said the name. That's the first time I remember hearing the word vitiligo. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah. Well, in French, it's vitiligo, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So. My family had a thousand questions, you can imagine. And yeah. at that time, they were like, there's no, there's no cure. And, and I guess as a family, it was, it was very, very hard for us because coming back to St. Martin, there's questions. What, what does a child have? Is it contagious? Mm. Is it contagious was something that we heard every day, even in the school. Mm. In the school, my peers, stray away from me after a while because it's like mm. if it's something it's something that is different, it looks different, we do not mm. understand it, we do not want to be around it. So I went Boy. through a lot of um, self-isolation where I didn't mm-hmm. even want to attend school for a period of mm. time. And the bullying well, came you... from, surprisingly, the bullying even came from the adults in the community. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. So you brought me from from age five with it to age seven. Now, going through adolescence Mm -hmm. and those teenage years, how was that? Okay, so I I stopped you in in Guadeloupe. And Mm -hmm. so the travel continued because my family, of course, this is something new, and you want to know what else can you find out? Is there a cure? So we went on what I call the journey of the cure. And mm-hmm. where every summer we would travel to some destination to see doctors. So we went to Puerto Rico. We went. We ended up in Boston at the Children's Hospital in Boston. And it mm-hmm. was then that the doctors um, introduced melanonia, I think is the name of uh, the treatment. And they mm-hmm. said, you can get it in Cuba. It was just starting out. It was just um, in its starting stages and they were saying um, these are the risks involved with taking pills. These are the risks involved with the treatment. But my family still wanted to venture in finding a cure. Try something. Yeah, yeah. 
so at so at age ten, I was my first time going to Cuba and visiting the mm-hmm. clinic in Cuba. And there is when I undergo the light treatment, the UV light treatment. And mm-hmm. I came back, I returned to the island with all this medication that I had to use. And it, it was placenta base. Placenta base meaning it's very fresh smelling. And you had mm-hmm. to wear it on your skin for duration. So even in school, I would wear it. So you can, you can only imagine being hmm. even more bullied in that time. But it was a, at that time when I first reached to, got to Cuba, I was about 89% depigmented. And wow. between age 10 and 12, when I went back on my second visit, I was about 98% depigmented. And people said it to me a lot of really times. It was moving really fast on you. It was really moving yeah. so fast on you. Wow. That's exactly what persons say. And years later, I think of it and I said, it had to move quickly on me because there's a pressure that is linked to treatment. There's an anxiety that is built in, 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 in yeah. any person that has this illegal or any person that is trying yeah. a treatment. Before you even yeah. try the treatment, you're already putting that pressure on yeah. yourself. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, totally. at, at the clinic was the first thing that I actually physically saw another person like myself with mm. with vitiligo. And that and you were about you were twelve reason, you were like twelve years old. Were you I was around ten, 10 years 12? old? Okay. Ten and twelve. I went to Cuba twice. I was ten mm. years old. And at that time, being with those persons, I realized that because I was suffering from depression, I was suffering from just the bullying, the emotional side of it all, you know, and not loving myself. And being around others like ourselves at that age, it did something to me. It shifted my thought process. It shifted everything that was going on. And by 12, by age 12, after returning from Cuba again, I made a decision that would change my life forever and my family's mm-hmm. life forever as well. And I told them, no more treatment. Mm. No more medicine, no more treatment. I'm, I'm living with this, and I'm learning. Now, I'm going to learn how to love myself. What did your mom years say? Because, you know, as a parent being in charge of you, taking care of you, what did mom say to that? Here was a 12-year-old trying to make this decision. How was mom with that yeah. decision? My mom has always been my rock from the, day, from the, from the beginning. But also my oh, dad yeah. plays a very, very integral part of it. Everyone sees my mother with me, with the travel. Yeah. But my dad yeah. is, a, is a taxi driver on the island. He's still a taxi driver for over 30-something years. And he mm-hmm. would be the, 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 the breadwinner of the family, of course. But his thing mm-hmm. was, whatever treatment was available, he was the one that he was pushing to not, to, not to say that his child is not normal. He never gave me that impression, but it was just like, I want you to be happy. So when yeah. I decided and I told them, you know, I'm, I'm sick of the treatment. I'm, I'm tired of having to get up six in the morning to put on this thing. And then you got to mm-hmm. be home six at night to put it on again. And, and you know, it's, it's like... It's, and he, he and my mom, at first they weren't too, you know, of course not, because money is spending or whatever. But if they right. said to me, if this is going to make you happy, if you're comfortable, 
Mm-hmm. If you're willing to, to, to continue living your life, loving yourself, your we will stop. We will stop looking. Yeah. So that Beautiful. was my choice. Beautiful. So this was just before turning into a teenager. Right. So that was where I was going next. How was teenage life? How was dating? And how did, you know, boys especially, how did they see you with this vitiligo? Uh, well, as a child, the boys was really, really, you know, mean. But as a teenager, they changed. They started to change. And, and, and the change also with me, I think, from the time I accepted myself as beautiful, mm-hmm. everyone thought I was beautiful after that. So my, my best friend reminded me the other day that we would go out sometimes as teenagers. And she said, you would be the one collecting all the numbers of these guys. These guys would be walking up to you. <laughs> For giving you their numbers, but we we also realized that it was a, a matter of them being curious as well. You know, this yeah. girl has yeah. two phones. Yeah. At six, at thirteen, I was completely depigmented, but by fifteen, wow. sixteen, I started to regain my pigment. So so, huh. so it's a different look again. You know. Wow. And yeah. Um, yeah. it was hard dating because, of course, I have trust issues. And, and, and from the bullying, you, you don't want no one to get close to you. And um, right. you don't right. know if you can trust people with you if, if they're really in love with you. Even up to today, as a, as a grown woman, as a single parent, I, I when I'm dating, but I'm now in a relationship for the past six years, I tend to question my mate. Like, what is it about me? What do you love about me? Do you see yeah. my skin? Do you know? Is my skin a factor for you? Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of a lot of um, concerns with that. But I'm not insecure in myself, and I think that is okay. what is important with being And you said a key key word: the accepting. You have to be accepting of yourself. And things you said change for you. Once you start accepting yourself and loving yourself, you did a 360 yep. turn everything around. Beautiful. Let's fast forward Completely. and bring it up. We, we came up from five to seven to ten. We're coming up the ladder. Teenage, you're an adult. How did you get involved with um, Facebook, online? How did you stumble on BitFriends? Okay. So, like I said, in the beginning, there was no internet. But from the time internet came in and I found out that you can start, I wanted to find people like myself. I wanted to find my community. And that's how I, that's how I found VidFriends. I found VidFriends through looking for a support group with, that has legal support groups. That's how I found VidFriends. And I found VidFriends in 2016, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's when I found them. Okay. So and I knew I wanted to attend a conference. Awesome. Yeah, around awesome. the conference. And that was when we were posting and doing a lot of information about the conference, our first rally on the State House steps in um, D.C., and you began writing and asking well, Washington. questions. Yep. Yes. So your first conference, if I'm not mistaken, was 2018 when you came to Boston. 2018, exactly. And how, and how was that? Tell the folks that are listening. If you're joining us, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm interviewing and having a wonderful conversation with Jerlene. She is from the island of St. Martin, and she's had vitiligo 
uh, since she was age five. So, Jolene, tell us about your experience 2018 coming to Boston for your first Bitter Ligo Community Conference. 2018, I, I remember looking at the Washington one and not being able to make it. So I said, all right, I'm going to save up in 2017. And exactly September 2017, St. Martin was hit with a Category 5 plus hurricane, Hurricane Irma. And that was when I said, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to be able to attend this conference again. But, again, my VIT family online was supporting and saying, no, you have to try to make it. And I was not disappointed at all. Being there on that weekend, it was my first time being surrounded in a room that felt like this was my family. This was like a family reunion. It was beautiful. The weekend was lovely. The information shared was amazing, and I really enjoyed it. It, You would tell anyone out there that's listening, what would you tell them about the importance of coming to a conference where your entire Vitiligo family is together. Give them an advertisement. Tell them about attending and the importance. The importance of it is we live our our normal life with our family, which school supports us, of course, if, especially if you have that strong support like I have my family. But there is something different when you're around the legal family. There is a, a sense of, of uh, how you say, uh a pride, my friend, there's just a finding word for me today. Um, a sense of pride of knowing that the next person that you're talking to have almost gone through or have gone through similar situations that you have. So it's a bonding experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love most about it, the bonding that we can we can exchange, we can tell we can be vulnerable. Conference yeah. gives you a whole weekend to be yourself, vulnerably yourself, unapologetically yourself, with yeah. no judgment. That's what conference the, does. The, Besides the I information shared, that is what conference does. Yes. I, I can vaguely remember when you arrived and you came in. And, I mean, because we're on Facebook and we see each other, the people that were coming up to you and embracing you as if, I thought you knew them. You met them before. You know, that's the beauty of coming together. It's as if you yeah. knew each other. Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, because you, you imagine being a pen pal with someone for a year, and then you finally yeah. meet. That is, it, it's like, oh, it is, it is speechless. It was a speechless moment. It was a emotional moment. It was, oh, beautiful, beautiful. That's all I can say. From that conference in 2018, what is one thing, what is one thing that comes to your mind in 18? I'm not going to the others yet, but 18, was there anything that stood out to you in 18? 18. Um, April Star, her, her, her um, being at conference as one of the guest speakers, and me admiring her strength. And saying, oh, wow, I wish when I was that age I had that strength. And um, what else from 2018? Oh, my God, you're going to go in 2018. Well, let me give you mine. Let me tell you mine. 
tell you mine. You know the thing that stood out to me? If everything was awesome, fantabulous, excellent in every way. But when Dr. John Harris got us connected live with four countries, you, were you in the room for that when we went live with China? It was. It was amazing because again, it showed that legal is global. Yes, it is global, and we have to support each other. Yes, we saw China with nine hundred members. Nine hundred members. I can't remember the other nations, but just the thought that we connected live, whatever their time zones were, we connected live with other people across the other side of the globe with our very same condition. That, to me, was amazing. Let's fast forward it. You came last year. Oh, my gosh. And you brought mama with you. You brought mom with you to Houston, Texas. Tell the ladies and gentlemen about that experience. Last year, I was, when I came back, I, when I, well, that was, that was a little bit, when I returned to the island from, our, from my first conference, I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. I need to get this conference to St. Martin because more people are having it. But I need to form some sort of support group. I need to start the groundwork. And my mom was like, whatever you want to do. And then 2019 was special because it marked 30 years living with with this condition and I said who else is more perfect to go along on this journey with me and meet my extended family than the woman that has helped me down all these years yeah. and I told her I said you're going to experience something at conference that you have never experienced before and so said so done the first night she walked into the ballroom where we had the meeting greet my mom was speechless she was emotional and it was, it was, she told me she was happy that she, I chose her to go with me on this, on this, um, to the second concert. Yeah. It was, it was The light meeting her and, you know, she, she met her ex, like you said, extended family. We, we, yeah. we, we have to hold each other down. It was, it was an awesome thing. Now, to any mom, have the children, some are listening, the moms are listening. To a mother out there, it's a five-year-old like you did back then, with a 10-year-old, with a 12-year-old that has just been diagnosed with this condition. What encouragement? What would you say to that mother right now? I would tell them, do not make your child feel like they're any different. They're still the same little boy and little girl that they had, that had one skin tone. They're still that, that innocent child. What they have to do is embrace them and show them how unique and how chosen they are because it's only 1% of the world population that has the illegal. And let them know that everything is possible. Even if, even if we have a skin condition, anything we put our minds to, we can get, we can get done. Well, let's I go. have a 10-year-old, and, and, oh, yeah. and you know that, Valerie. I have a 10-year-old, and when we, I, I brushed off the dating, but I had so much concern when I, when I got pregnant. I was like, am I, do I want to really have a son? What if he gets, you know, the skin condition? I 
used to think about it more before, not wanting to have a child because what? How would I deal with a child having to go through what I've gone through? But what I've learned with having my son is as open as you can be with children, they understand. My son now, he goes to school, and when the children are like, oh, why your mom looks like, you know, so-and-so, he teaches the children what his mom has and why his mom is unique and why he loves his mom. So, you know, it's a beautiful thing when you can be open with children. Children are sponges. They observe everything. If you teach them love, they're going to be loving. If you teach them hate, they're going to be hateful. So we have to use them in the right way and put in our children what we want them to put out. Well, this is a delight. The next news that I'd love to, you and I have to finish our conversation, but we'd love to get a group started in St. Martin and be able to come down and visit and you and mom leading that group, what an awesome group that could be. So we're ready for you to just tell I'm us. I'm working hard on it. It's, you know, in, in my community, people are showing up, like I said, more with the LIGO. Where every time I go to the conference, and this has been my second time going to the conference, whatever information I can bring back, I tend to share. I'm now mentoring one young lady that just got diagnosed with over the past two years and it's been spreading really, really rapidly. And I'm doing a mentorship with her because it's very challenging. She's 25 years old. And then she says, I feel like my life has abruptly changed. You know, so I'm giving her hope. Good. We'll probably have to get her on a call and we can talk to her together. But listen, we have a lot of Yeah, I have her registered for the conference. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. You you already had her registered for this year's conference? I have oh, her on a virtual one. Oh, okay. Oh, on a virtual conference. Well, she, yeah. she, she got planned to come to a live conference one, one time? Yeah, that, that's the goal. That is the goal. That is the aim. Well, you know, let let us talk. As as the year go by, we're still hoping to the this year's was canceled um, due to the pandemic. But of course, 2021, we're looking to do it in Houston, Texas. Yeah. It's incoming. Her registration would be on BitFront. So let her know that if she's re- is interested in coming, um, we will pay her registration to attend the conference. But I am okay, just going to Yeah, put a note down, write a note down that, um, and also if there's children in um, St. Martin, Martin that has the condition, we have now placed on our website all of the children's books that we are supporting and sending out to people. We will ship it. We were not planning to ship outside of the U.S. because of the cost. But we can, you and I can talk about it. But the, look at the books online, www.bitfriends.org, and there's some terrific books there. What is your last word? I will you have to be. go in a Last word to anyone that's listening. In Spanish, my last. Your last word. I'm not. I'm not hearing you. Give us your last word, please. My last word is. Not because we have not, um, this year it feels a little 
different because we're not going to be able to congregate as we always do. But not because we're not physically going to congregate this year. That does not mean that we have to stop showing the love and support. Let's use all mediums, our social media platforms. Let's bring about awareness because it is important for us to raise the awareness. My reason for saying this is I opted not to continue with treatment. And, but there are people that would love to find a cure. There are others that, even though they love themselves, they're, they're, they're comfortable in their skin. If there was a cure, they would try it. And, and as long as we do not show or make the community, make the world realize the importance it is, it is an important, important autoimmune disease. We don't like to call it a disease. I hate using the word disease myself. But until we make the world realize that, is we're not gonna have an importance in the market, in the, in the medical market. Let's put it that. Way. Well, thank you for your That's time. That's I please. want them to put an emphasis on it. Absolutely. Please give our love and regards to your mom and to your son and your dad, and congratulations to your fellow employees who showed up to work in your in your Vitalizo T-shirt. And supporting us. Continue to have a great weekend. And could you say in Spanish one happy vitiligo to our friends? In Spanish. Sure, I can. Feliz mes de concepción sobre el vitiligo. And I'll say it in French as well. Joyeux mois de sensibilisation au vitiligo. And it simply means happy vitiligo month. Thank you so much. We love you all You're out welcome. there. Enjoy. It was a pleasure. Oh, we love you, baby. Talk soon. Love you. God bless. You. Bye. Right, Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.